Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Eating better, working out, getting more sleep, taking care of our physical self is relatively straightforward, even if it's often easier said than done. Achieving good emotional health may be a bit more complicated, but it's just as important as achieving good physical health. And yet, emotional wellness often lands squarely on the back burner, particularly in the workplace. Why isn't emotional health more of a priority for overall employee wellness? What's more, the workplace is often an individual's main source of stress in the first place and a leading cause of emotionally unwell. In fact, a recent survey by Ipsos found that one in four Americans say work is a source of anxiety. Companies who ignore emotional health do more than put their employees' mental well-being at risk. If stressed, Unhappy employees spread negativity throughout the organization, and companies may find their complacency over their employees' emotional health also puts their business at risk. Emotional well-being expert Kathy Norris is a certified coach and trainer who helps companies and business leaders respond to and manage stressful emotions productively so they can build their own and their employees' emotional resilience to weather the storm. After working 20 years with corporate leaders across four continents from AT&T to Walmart as a consultant and trainer, Kathy went from a stressed out and clinically depressed global senior manager to become the founder of Sensational Leadership, a leadership development company that provides executive coaching and training programs specializing in emotional well-being. Now she helps company leaders move through their emotions productively, which helps prevent mental health declines such as anxiety, depression, and burnout. Kathy is a certified in Talent Smarts Emotional Intelligence Training Curriculum and is a Conversational Intelligence Certified Coach. In addition to her PhD studies in Instructional Systems Technology, Kathy earned a Master's in Education. A national speaker, Kathy has presented to over 50 venues and organizations, including being asked to return as a favorite twice to the Northern Nevada Human Resources Association and has been featured in lots of local media. Welcome, Kathy. Good to hear from you. Hi, Sherry. Great to be here with you. So let's first define emotional wellness. Emotional wellness is the ability to experience the range of human emotions. That is the most healthy way. Uh, that's, that's, that means that you, it's pretty close to the definition of emotional resilience, being able to, to experience Emotions that we feel are uncomfortable or distressing and not push them away, but 
let ourselves, allow ourselves to acknowledge them actually helps us to move through them more quickly. So again, emotional well-being is the ability to be aware of and experience all the emotions that are coming to us. So, and then, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Well, and then I'm going to go to, I was going to go to the next step, which is um, being able to manage our emotions um, as well. And that gets into a lot of what companies like to learn about and help their leaders and employees learn how to do it and, and, and what we all want to learn how to do um, as well. But it gets, it, again, it gets back to recognizing it first and then understanding how to manage it, which I can speak more about. Absolutely. And so, you know, with everything that's going on with COVID and, you know, employees, that, you know, worried about losing their jobs and some that have, obviously. So, you know, when you, because yeah. you work with the leadership of companies, I mean, what are, what are the leaders saying right now? I mean, you can still have people coming to work, but are they more stressed? Are they, I mean, how are they supposed to deal with and how is a company supposed to help them deal with it? Yeah, it's, it's a very critical, huge issue. Um, as a matter of fact, here in Nevada, I just saw research from the Kaiser Family Foundation that Nevada ranks fourth in anxiety and depression disorder symptoms of all the states. And then at work, countrywide, 90% of adults are experiencing anxiety and depression. So if everyone's feeling it, including the leaders. Um, so it's, again, the first, the first step is being aware that it's an issue and that we're all experiencing it, that we're human. And a lot of companies have stepped up and are reaching out to their employees. Um, they're, they're ensuring that their leaders and their, their team leaders, their managers are having one-on-one -on -one conversations with employees regularly, you know, minimum every week and asking them how they're doing to, to really have more of that personal connection. And we know it's usually remote as well. So having those conversations remotely as much as possible. And at the same time, I know a lot of companies I'm working with, the companies that are doing well are extremely busy too. So it does remain a challenge. So I'd like to focus on how this understanding about our emotions and being okay with expressing the negative emotions we're feeling is actually going to benefit people. Of course, it does require creating a safe environment and helping people feel safe with each other and with you. I know I'm saying a lot of things that probably sound impossible <laughs> in this environment. You know, I'm painting a really bleak picture in a way. I mean, it's um, the crisis is real, and yet. Well, does, we doesn't take, a lot of take, this come yeah. down to, I mean, effective communication, right? I mean, people get stressed if they don't know what the future may bring. 
So, you know, they right. know if their companies are doing well and they know if their companies aren't doing well. And those old days, you know, which happened, uh, I think it was last year when uh, American Airlines, you know, everybody read about they lost their job in the newspaper. It wasn't even management that told them. So how, how are you helping people understand that, I mean, good communication is one of the underlying factors of how you can help people be more resilient as to what's going on with the things that we can't control. Right. Communication is absolutely key. And when the pandemic started, this was a very prevalent message that leadership development experts were saying to leaders and companies. And it's very, very true. Communicate Communicate, communicate every day, even what the status of your company is, where you're going to avoid any uncertainty as much as possible, even though there is uncertainty in our situation. Now, the level that I work with or the next step is to allow emotions to be a part of that conversation. And I think this part is a newer aspect um, for many leaders, Um, especially leaders who, like many of us, most of us in this culture, really weren't trained to deal, to to pay attention to our emotions. We were trained to to lead, to look successful, to, we, we believed that emotions made us look weak, and, you know, we need to be strong. And so we're not, we may not be used to even this idea of emotional well-being, meaning we can be comfortable knowing that we can feel these uncomfortable emotions and they're not going to be forever. In fact, the more often that we we practice like building a muscle, feeling some fear, feeling the uncertainty and the fear, feeling frustration, feeling anger, feeling loneliness, feeling hurt, feeling blame. I mean, they're all, it's, it's about educating people that these are all normal. And by allowing ourselves, I actually have three steps um, for helping leaders move through emotions. The first is to recognize that you're having them. And even that, that's kind of the biggest step is that awareness because we're so used to shoving it under. And when we shove it under, then it just festers and it can, it develops into the anxiety that 90% of people are feeling right now. If, if we can acknowledge it and then this, and the second and third steps are to manage them and, express them and I I I, they're kind of interchangeable because if you if you get struck with fear and anxiety with someone at work then you you can manage that you can develop the skill in managing that emotion and not letting it out on someone else um and bookmarking it so you can let yourself feel it later when you're at home and just move through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a process for moving through this on a daily basis is to do some, do emotional hygiene every morning, like we do 
dental hygiene and brush our teeth to remove the plaque, we're going to have all this, this anxiety, the fear, the frustration, confusion. Um, it's normal. And so in the morning, that's a good time for me anyway, is to acknowledge, okay, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling some frustration. I'm feeling fear. And admit it, feel it, and then move through it. Mm-hmm. And when I, I say, yeah, yeah. Kathy, we, we have to, yeah, we have to go to break. Uh, so I want to pick up on this uh, idea of moving through it. Uh, speaking with yeah. Kathy Norris, who's a certified coach and trainer, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screening makes your home cooler, more comfortable, and energy efficient. 2245093 or visit suntechsolarscreens.com. SunTech Solar Screens. One, two, three, four. The Four Kids Foundation's fourth annual golf tournament, Friday, September 18th, at the exciting Wolf Run Golf Course in Reno. Sponsor, participate, and support. Get all the details and register at fourkidsfoundation.org or call 775 741 5231. Save the date for the Four Kids Foundation's fourth annual golf tournament, Friday, September 18th, at Wolf Run Golf Course. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Having a great conversation with Kathy Norris, who is a certified coach and trainer who helps companies and business leaders respond to and manage stressful emotions productively so they can build their own and their employees emotional resilience to weather any storm. You want to check out her website, kathynorris.com, to find out how she can come into your organization and help you survive this pandemic and all the stress and everything related to it. So, Kathy, before we went to break, we were talking about the idea of first recognizing whatever we're experiencing, acknowledging it, and then you wanted to lead into the third step, which is managing it or moving through it. So what do you want to share? I know I was always afraid to actually feel my lower, darker emotions. I was afraid that if I felt them, I would get lost or stuck in them. And this is really common. It's like, well, why would I want to let myself feel afraid, feel this deep fear that's lurking, that's there? I don't want to get lost in it. I need to think positive. I need to ignore it. I need to just forget about it. It's 
a myth that you'll get lost in it. It's almost a miracle to me how it happens. But when you let yourself feel, feel it to its depth, it dissipates. But if you don't feel it, it gets stronger and you're just constantly trying to push it away. And it builds up like this plaque on your teeth, this emotional debris. Allowing yourself to feel it, I guarantee, will help lessen its hold on you. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't control it. And you're able to, to move through it more quickly. And it's kind of like building a muscle. You know, the more you can allow yourself to feel it, because we're going to feel these emotions throughout our life. We're going to feel them with that uncertainty. So the more often you can build the capability to feel it, then you can move through it more quickly just as, as you're working out a physical muscle. Mm-hmm. Part of the underlying is that stress. Problem isn't stress. <laughs> it's toxic stress. So, Kathy? One of the warning signs of stress is ruminating. Ruminating means that you're just going over and over and over the same problem. Um, you're thinking about it. You can't stop thinking about it. You can't focus on what you need to focus on to get your work done, to be productive, because it keeps getting in the way. Then what's happening when you're, well, so ruminating is a sign that you can't get it out of your head. And what that's telling you is that you're in your head. You're, you're, you can't, you just can't solve it, even though we like to think we can because we're in our heads. We think we can figure it out. And that's, that's therein lies the, the issue. It's really an emotion that you're feeling. Just allow yourself to feel into it. It's okay. It's normal. We're all feeling anxious. Um, there's problems we can't solve in this moment. Let yourself feel that anxiety or worry or doubt. And then if you really feel it, your, your energy, it, energy will be released for you, and it brings you more creativity. Yeah. If you ignore it, it just kind of keeps you from it. Yeah, well, and, and some of the other signs of toxic stress, of course, is, you know, headaches and physical manifestations yeah. of toxic stress because our body is not designed to be, um, you know, stressed for that long periods of time. And so, right. you know, I, I would guess that, you know, you're dealing with a lot of leaders in business that, you know, just every day have no idea what's going to happen. One of the things that I learned many years ago uh, is to just be in the moment. Yes. So fear is actually a fear of, of something that's going to may or may not happen in the future. So when you can bring your awareness to the, the moment then you're in your power and you can control what you're doing in this moment. That's what you can control. There is no uncertainty in this very moment. So in this moment, um, you and I are probably sitting in chairs, at least I'm in a chair and I'm talking to you and that's all that's happening right now. So that's all I, I need to focus on and be present to. Well, and, and good things way, happen, yeah. yeah, because of it. So let, let's also talk yeah. about when, when the leader is in the moment and dealing with and enjoying and communicating with the people around them. I mean, how important right now, more than ever, especially when you have a lot of people that are working from home 
and all they see is a little face of someone on Zoom where before you had a lot of workplace support because you were all there together. So what are some of your recommendations? Yes. Um, So my recommendations are to allow safe expression of emotion. So beginning of a meeting, um, make it okay to share how you're really feeling. And you as a leader can go first to make it, to show that it's okay. I mean, you can't, you can't always be also not feeling these lower emotions like like fear and even um, just the the whole range is possible. Um, so you can you can admit that you're feeling that way just in this moment, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also what I'm then doing with my, with my clients is leading resilience connection groups. So these are specific times to let people express their emotions with each other. This is totally voluntary of the members and it helps them build connection with each other because the connection, the social sharing, as you just said, we are not doing that anymore as much because we don't have those impromptu moments at work to see our colleagues and to run into them in the coffee room and all those times when we were able to, to bond with each other and go and just even express how we're feeling. So we need these outlets to just express. And that is so healthy. And it helps us. It, again, it releases creativity. I've been doing it with um, VPs, HR directors, executive directors, and business owners, and some of the feedback I've been getting has been they they have fresh perspectives right after our call. They have more productivity. They're more present in the moment. They're more calm just because they were in the supportive space where we could share our emotions. It was okay. And also people support each other. It's just the best medicine for dealing with the emotions that come up and, and sharing our humanity. You know, it, it's one of those where, you know, you look at it and you go, I can, you know, only control the things that I control. And if you work mm-hmm. in a large organization, I mean, you know, now you can't meet in the, the break room, but why not pick up the phone and call your buddy from work, um, you know, just to chat yeah. and find out what you did on the weekend and things like that. It seems like people are trying to limit and go, well, the only time we come together is when we're on a Zoom call in a meeting. And so, yeah, these resilience groups sound fantastic. Speaking with Kathy Norris, she is a certified coach and trainer, and she really helps company leaders move through their emotions productively, which helps prevent mental health declines such as anxiety, depression, and burnout. Her phone number, 775-232-3394, and I encourage you to visit her website, Kathy Norris, and that's C-A-T-H-Y Norris.com. So, Kathy, just a final thought or uh, recommendation for our listeners. Yes, I would just like to reinforce this idea that building emotional resilience 
is really going to be a key to helping your team respond more quickly to the rapid change. We know there's going to be more change with the results of the pandemic, and and we don't even know how long the pandemic will last. So, so continuing to build the emotional resilience will help them let go of what was old and accept what's new in our environment and to be able to even generate creativity and optimism together by going through this process and our emotions together. And it'll help us be more innovative. And, and I really just see where we, we can and do have the ability to create a new world by our awareness, our, our presence in the moment, and seeing what's possible. I want to thank Kathy Norris, and you can reach her, kathynorris.com, find out more about what she's doing, how she helps not just northern Nevada businesses, but people from all over the country to really move through and start to build that emotional resilience we all seem to need right now. Thank you, Kathy, for (laughs) being here. Yes. Thank you, Sherry. It was fun. You have been listening to The Sherry Hill Show where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for The Sherry Hill Show. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio.